In this episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast, we get a little bit, uh, I don't know, nostalgic. Teary-eyed, if you will. Yeah, we think back to the good old days, the early days of families going out trailering for holidays, family events, I don't know, Memorial Day. Itty-bitty style. Tiny style. (laughs) it's It's such a... Vintage memory. It brings a tear to my eye. I already said it was going to be tearful. Boom. Hey, I have an idea. Let's talk about teardrop trailers. <laughs> you know, that seems to be a theme with where we're going with this. So let's talk about the history of traveling with teardrops. Welcome to RV Small Talk, where we talk about lightweight trailers and truck campers and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. I'm PJ. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Clint. We're your hosts from Princess Craft RV. You know, it's uh, it's getting hot outside. Warming up, yes. People are starting to take vacations, some holidays coming up. It got us thinking about, uh, you know, the history of the teardrop trailer and people taking vacations. Yeah, I think that people always have this kind of throwback classic notion of some of these holidays, whether it be Labor Day or Memorial Day or Veterans Day. It's family time. And there's there's this like this. You get this, I don't know, old stank on it. We do a barbecue or hot dogs or we do fireworks. And, and it feels like you're connected way back. You know, do you? I do. Yeah, okay. you go, <laughs> you go you go to grandma's lake house and eat watermelon and pecans. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's something some some old stank to it and I feel like the teardrop trailer you can't Has some help. old stank? It does. It's, <laughs> so you got to keep those windows open. No air it out. Yes. No, I think that it, the teardrop trailer has a lot of that kind of thing to it. And camping is oftentimes a part of many families plans. Or a picnic. Mom, you're old. Did you have a teardrop trailer? Wow. I did not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but we did have the first year of the Volkswagen camper van. Bus? Yes. It was a camper van. Come on. It wasn't a bus. Did it have the poppy top? Nope. Nope. That came later. Oh, okay. Well, um, but we're talking about teardrops right now. Yes, not Volkswagen camper vans. No, that'll be a different episode. We're definitely doing that episode. So teardrop camping trailers. I mean, if you go way, way back, people have been, of course, camping some most of the time out of necessity for all of human existence. Uh, Yeah. Like what were the cavemen's teardrop trailers? Like what did they look like? Caves. Like square wheels? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to go... consult that great historical factual show the flintstones but, but 12 volt power only well why does this feel so nostalgic because really the the teardrop trailer it was popular came out really like in the 30s yeah right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it only slept two people so why does family camping remind you of a teardrop well because even before teardrop trailers were around, there were tents. And everyone from the beginning understood mom and dad get the trailer yeah. and the kids sleep And the sleep kids sleep seat. outside? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that has never been argued. Yeah. That's the way. Mm. Yeah. I thought it was mom got the trailer. Everybody else just figure it I'm out. I'm sure that happened to a certain percentage of the time as well. <laughs> that's true. That's certainly how my trailer would be. Well, I would imagine, you know. People wanting to go camping with their families, uh, you know, right after it was after World War mm-hmm. II. People are like, you know, the economy is kind of looking pretty good. People want to go travel and 
and see America. Yeah. So well, I can imagine cars back then probably didn't have a lot of like they didn't have all the towing oh, power. Yeah, a lot of them had, had, <laughs> they had for their size. Power. Yeah, for their size, they may have had decent enough torque, but oh man, they didn't really go with a whole lot of horsepower. So is is that how why they're so why teardrops you know started because they were small? I think that's I think that's part of the elements. It's well, they started in the 30s, mm-hmm. so cars didn't have the umph. Um, so it was tough to to tow anything too big. Uh, but then cars got better. We had the war, and then there was all this surplus materials. Yeah. And guess what? Airplane wings make really cool teardrop trailers. Yeah. The, and the aluminum and whatnot. Old yep. tires from Jeeps yeah. that, uh, you know, are salvageable, make really good teardrop tires. I mean, who knew that that would really blossom the teardrop market? And you think about the way people utilize their time. It was very, very different. We're talking about a time when AM radio really still ruled the airwaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about a time when there really wasn't something that had us glued in front of, well, a TV set, if you will, and right right there in your living room so much of the time. So hobbies were different. People were right. more hands on. More people were working with their hands in that day and age. Um, so it was a very different lifestyle, mindset, know-how, can-do kind of way of being. So was a teardrop trailer something you could go to someplace and buy or... You just had to make one. It was a do-it-yourselfer thing for the Largely. most part. Or, or if you right? knew someone who was doing it for themselves, you might be able to pay them to do one to do for it yourself. Again. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> certainly what I would do. Well, there was Popular Mechanics I know had one. Was there others? I think that a few of them came out, and it, it was usually in those publications. Again, it was a time when people were reading and a lot of them had this background in the military or in the war effort or manufacturing in the making things right <laughs> people right. made things back then yes and they fixed things because mm-hmm. you didn't throw everything away it's yeah. kind of crazy which hard is, to believe which is a neat neat place for a camping format style way of living mm-hmm. philosophy if you will to yeah. come about way back with this can-do know-how. And I think that carries over to the teardrops of today. Well, that's probably true. A lot of people make their own teardrops today. Yeah. Well, yeah. and just the whole like m- minimalist attitude. Those are usually the people who probably um, fix things or make things themselves, even if it's not an entire trailer, you know? Okay, but let's be fair. All right. I, I, I refuse. I'm not going to uh, yeah. be fair. No, 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 no. We're going to be Unfair. fair. Okay. Speaking of fair, mm-hmm. I had to try to explain to Simone this morning, my daughter, three years old, what the word fair meant. And it Uh-oh. was really hard. Did you just tell her, look at the mi- mirror? <laughs> right. <laughs> Poor girl. No, it's just, it, it came up in conversation and she just kept screaming, it's not fair. And I said, well, do you even know what fair means? And then I tried to explain to her what fair meant. How would you explain to a three-year-old what know. fair means? It's really hard because you end up explaining equal. Yes. And that's not the same. Exactly. So I kept saying what? everybody has the same thing. And then I was like, no, that's not fair. You can't teach a three-year-old that. I know. So I was like, okay, I don't know how to say this. So anyway, side note, if anybody knows how to explain the word fair to a three-year-old, mm-hmm. You just you just let me. You know. need to contact Lindsay because right. we're well, lost. I think it's easier to explain unfair than fair. Okay. All right. But, yeah. I'll ponder on that. Let's get back to teardrops. Fair. Side note. Whoop. <laughs> okay. So I think that 
there's something about all RV categories that really captures our imagination and attention, but nothing quite the same way as an old school format teardrop. You just, it's easy to stare at them and wonder about the people who would utilize them and, and go places and camp in them. It is kind of like a wondrous uh, like club to be yeah. in, to know about teardrops or to be able to build teardrops or to camp in a teardrop. Right. Um, yeah, there's, there is something magical about that group of people. And to have that vintage thing about them. I mean, you look at a teardrop and you're like, man, it just, it just looks good behind something. Let's say anything 1950s era vehicle or earlier, that's actually really, that kind of gets my imagination going. Well, and because they were mostly, you know, just made in people's garages or yards, Mm -hmm a lot of people would model their teardrops after their car. Yeah. So we're talking, I mean, there were like really ugly, boxy, square, metal-y ones. And then there was shiny ones with like the the yeah. rounded fenders and yes. the drop low and the, the hubcaps right. and the, um, I mean. They're really pieces of art, some of them. Yeah. And, and like you said, putting it behind the car, especially if it, it matches has or has the, the same feeling. Yeah. Uh, they okay, look so if I cool. made one, it would not be a, a work of art. It would be no. kind of scary. No, but you don't have to make one anymore. No, I can buy one. But I mean, there's there there probably was a whole range of them. I mean, there yeah. was the people that because they're maybe the weren't as good. And then the people that were so skilled. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fascinated sometimes <laughs> uh, because in after World War II everybody came back started families you know everybody wanted to have everything that was when everybody said mm. I want you know a blender and two cars in the driveway and all these things yeah still so they started be- yeah, that never, they started that never building stopped. bigger trailers yeah mm-hmm. and, well you went from teardrops, teardrops to these uh, these yes. hand cans or whatever Hand cams. Can hams. Yes. I there am what go. I am. Ay, ay, ay. Well, and cars, you know. And cars got stronger. Got, yeah. yeah. Got stronger. They did. They got, they, they pumped were able it to up. Spinach. Yeah. They could pull it. They could tow it. Can you mm-hmm. tow it? The line. And gas was cheap. And gas was Super cheap. cheap. And then everybody had two or three kids and they're like, Oh well, we ought to have a bigger trailer. So they started towing bigger ones, and that's where we get the great Desi and Lucy movie. Yeah, and that's also when you see going from RVs going from garage builds to manufacturing, yes. right in that time yes. frame. But people still love the teardrop back it's then. It's true; it never it disappeared. Well, yeah, there. now it just has like a whole nother fall. It's not the only option. That's that's my question here, and with all my internet research and got distracted and never really found the answer is the teardrop trailer considered the first trailer were there trailers yes i mean there probably was one but like in general were there was the idea of a trailer with a bed and a kitchen a thing before the teardrop yes because that's how pioneers crossed the open plan that's called called a covered wagon which is but another between, word okay. for a trailer. Between covered wagons and teardrop trailers. But then there was a car and then there was car camping where you had this cool car that right. opened up in but the I'm back. But I'm talking about trailers. Okay, but 
still are, and then they had a, a drivable one that looked kind of like a paddy wagon kind of thing. Yeah. And okay, you that camp counts. in the back of that. That counts. Okay. So then that's, but, and Would then. Would that be like your first class B or C? Yeah, I, I yeah. do need to go back and listen to that a? podcast where we explain the difference between yeah, class A, B, and C because oh. somebody asked me the other day and I was like, guys, I, I have don't so know. failed. I, how am I supposed to remember Agreed, that? Agreed, because we can't remember. There's oh my so much stuff in this oh dome piece. I have to kick some stuff out in <laughs> order to put more stuff in. Like the other day I learned about, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of something random and then BJ, I couldn't. If you if you would carry other classes of RVs, we might know these Maybe things. we would care. Well, I would carry B vans if I could get one. So if anybody out there is listening <laughs> and you would like to give me a B van that I can sell at Princess Craft, call me up. Yeah. Bzz. Bzz. So I don't know. Does it do the same sort of thing for you as it does for me where you kind of think of old magazine photos of families out picnicking yes. at least during holidays memorial yes Day. and it makes you think that everything is going to be sunshine and roses and just have this beautiful family life with a little teardrop camper in the background yeah very very old romantic now i i i don't want to put it all too rosy we all know that the that the 30s 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s all the way through today you can paint a rosy picture, but it wasn't all just so. You know, glossy magazines and television shows and radio programs, radio dramas made everything sound radio dramas amazing, right? Yes. Um, but uh, I think that I think that you can sort of distill out the romantic pieces and say that that was good, even if times were not perfect in those days. Do you think that there was a waning off in the popularity of teardrops because of the advent of larger trailers and motorized, and then they started to be rediscovered in the 80s or 90s? Well, I think what happened, personally, I mean, this is not uh, not not tried and too tested, but, you know, everybody wanted bigger and better, and why couldn't you? Why couldn't you get bigger and better? Your car would tow it for the mm -hmm. most part. Mm -hmm. And then we all decided we needed to cut back on gasoline and gas got so expensive. People had to make smaller ones. But think about it. Clothes, retro clothes got kind of fashionable. And, uh -huh. You know, old cars. Now cars aren't just you have a junker car. It's an old vintage car that right. everybody thinks is cool. So why wouldn't the trailers go right along with that? Yeah, yeah, and, you know, cars got to the point where they could tow more, so people wanted bigger trailers. Um, now it's the opposite. People don't want those bigger cars that use more gas. They want to tow something with the smaller cars, so the teardrop comes back. Right. And yep. you think smaller trailer, it must mean a few other more a few other things that we are more socially mindful of, whether it be the environment or something like that. Smaller yep. trailers. The price of gas. Price Wh of gas. Where you get to go. Right. Where you get to, mm -hmm. like, the spots you get to fit into and, and roads that you can take. So they kind of fit a the the ball the pendulum I guess is swinging back it's towards like, a more simple way of doing things. It's well, like the it's like cell phones, but the opposite, right? Yeah, Where the like, opposite they started out like super big, and then like it was so cool to have the smallest little cell phone. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And now where are we? 
Oh, that's right. Bigger is better. Tabulate size. Bigger is better. So it's 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 like that. We're like we we feel like going one way is the right thing to do, and they were like, ah, let's go back to this. This is actually way better. Well, you got to have a point to sell, right? Right. This this, this one is so small it fits in your this pocket. One's you won't biggest. even know it's there. <laughs> Isn't it funny how how it's cool to be either conspicuous or inconspicuous with your consumption? But never both. But never both. <laughs> well, how can you be crosses. both? Right? Can you it's ever just like be conspicuous? Can you? I think you can in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I made Clint laugh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's always a good day. Good times. Good times. <laughs> people have changed, too. Uh, people aren't getting married as early. They're not having kids as early. They're I living mean, their life. They're going out and exploring, and mm-hmm. and they've got disposable income. So uh, two people fit perfectly in a little teardrop, and you can travel everywhere. Or or if you really want to break the mold, you can go to a square drop. Yeah, you it's could. true. Literally break the mold. It's, it's like Just, a cube of ice. It's still it's still got a reference to water. That is so funny <laughs> that they call them square drops. But a square drop, you know, that's trendy too because then you're the rugged outdoorsman. Right. You're not the trendy teardrop. You're the rugged outdoorsman if you have a square drop. Yes. Hard edges seem to be what we associate oftentimes with masculinity. You know what? Right, right. We mm-hmm. think soft curves versus hard edges. True. All right. So talking about trendy, I definitely tried to find the most expensive teardrop I could find. Is it a camp in? It's not. Really? What is? Um, actually, I don't really know. But from what I found out, I'm sure there's something else out sure. there. It's the Sherpa. Oh. Okay, mm. and that totally fits in our teardrop format. It looks like a spaceship teardrop, but it definitely uh, still has a curve. The shape of a teardrop, but with like different. It's like a, if a taxa mm-hmm. made a teardrop. So it has curve and angle. It has curve and angle. Oh. Well, does teardrop have to be super small? Because there's bigger teardrop shapes. Yeah. I, mean, some people I feel call like something if we're like talking about the history of the teardrop, then we need to talk about it has curves and you can't stand up in it. Okay. So if you guys haven't seen this, you should look it up. It's pretty crazy looking. And I've never seen one in real life. See, it's got like a teardrop shape. Oh, I guess it pops up. Look at that thing. It's a it's a bug. Yeah, but that's a that's a, that's a manly man machine. It's still a, a teardrop crawling machine. A, yeah, it's a teardrop oh, looks, with a rack looks, on top of it. It looks like it's Australian too. Of course. But I think you got to you've, you've really got to differentiate between the off-road small trailers and the mm-hmm. teardrop. The teardrop is a classic shape. But they were largely for I don't know. Man, th- those early ones could go yeah. anywhere a Jeep could go. It, because they were, I mean, they were just a platform with leaf springs. Whereas yeah. there, a lot of them nowadays, you're like, no, really, it needs to stick to the pavement. So is this a teardrop? The Earth Traveler, it's 216 pounds. Wow. I have a son who eats more than that in a week. Is that, <laughs> is that oh, it does pop up, see? 
So this just looks like a straight. Uh, well, it depends. Coffin of the future. Coffin of the future. Is yeah. that how they advertise no, it? No, that's th- those are my words, not oh. theirs. Oh, good. I was a little worried. So when I started working here, I associated my the my innermost core being associated teardrop a true teardrop as being a small teardrop shaped trailer that you could not stand up in and then it it was kind of an associated cousin if it had the teardrop shape but it was large enough to stand up in and have plumbing inside and whatnot and so you could kind of Get, you know, get away with the gray area yeah. description. Yeah, it's a teardrop because it has a rounded You're front. You're thinking end. like a tab. Yeah. Like New Camp tab. Yeah. And and people will still say teardrop and it's only based on shape. And I'm like, but oh, that's not the history of it. But you know what? Maybe definitions mutate over time. Yeah. I mean, it's like definitions of anything. Like, I mean, people could just say things. These things are $40,000. I'm sorry. Uh, Sherpa? No. Uh, the Sherpa is like 35,000. These Earth Traveler teardrops are like 40,000. That's insane. This thing is tiny, but it is all windows. I mean, it's all windows all the way around, which I feel like would just be really cool to camp in. But anyway, I was trying to look up some of the extreme ones, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which could be a whole other. Yes. I think it was a whole other podcast, yeah. wasn't it? Well, but but then some people call the ones that are larger than a tab, the like like an R pod. Yeah, they'll nah, call I that never an R pod's not a teardrop. No, it's more of a jelly bean. But some people try to sell it that way. <laughs> yeah, just a bean. It's a bean. Yeah, it's lima? a bean. Like kidney, <coughs> garbanzo. Garbanzo is a chickpea. It's a chickpea. Chick chick. And if it and if if you don't maintain your tires, it becomes hummus on the road. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. Air high five. All right. Well, um, before we all start crying over here, we should wrap up this teardrop. Uh, yeah. Discussion. So, there we go. That's the word I was there looking we go. for. So, discussion. There we go. A, a podcast about teardrop campers. Maybe a little bit of nostalgia on it. Maybe some uh, some history. Definitely no silliness, though. None whatsoever. But whatever you're doing this holiday weekend, this Memorial Day weekend, we hope that you are able to relax, have a safe, wonderful time and that you enjoy yourself. So get out there, explore, adventure, check out the wilds. Relax, reflect, Mm -hmm. do something you love, and then tell us about it. Questions at rvsmalltalk.com. Or join us on Facebook at RV Small Talk Community. We like it, we love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.